All right, it's that time. It's Christmas. Um, I can't believe it's already here. It went so fast. Um, I'm also losing my voice, so I sound like a prepubescent boy or a boy going through puberty. So this is going to be amazing. Um, let's do the sponsors. Um, <clears throat> Uh, we still have all of our sponsors, uh, Blue Apron at blueapron.com slash happyendings, B-L-U-E-A-P-R-O-N dot C-O-M slash H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S. You get 30% off your first box. And um, this is awesome, guys. Like, if you're done, you're going to be done cooking, you don't want to cook, maybe you want to do something special for New Year's and you don't want to go out. So you can have Blue Apron, they, they do is they send you a box, they Go grocery shopping for you. They give you a recipe. <clears throat> and what they do is you just cook it. And it's super awesome. You can take complete credit for it. They do not ask for credit, as I always ask for credit for anything I do. To So this is blueapron.com. 30% off your first box. Guys, this is an awesome service. Um, we also have Famous Smoke Shop. Uh, New Year's is coming. Maybe you want to have a nice smoke. While you celebrate and ending 2018, bringing in 2019, um, we have two promos, HOT20, which is H-O-T-2-0, and you get $20 off your purchase of $145 or more, or HOT10, and you get $10 off a purchase of $85 or more. Fucking go smoke it up, guys. Light it up. You know, you can have fireworks, and you can have a cigar for New Year's. Um, handy app. Um, if you're sick like me and you don't want to cook, you don't want to clean, you don't want to do fucking shit. Um, hell, I could probably hire somebody from Handy App to do these sponsors right now. Um, but Handy App is a super awesome app. They do everything. Not only do they do house cleaning, but they do fix it stuff. And it's like a one stop Handy App. It's super awesome. And if you use promo code AppSave30, which is A P P S A V E. 3-0, you get 30% off your first booking. I'm also Shoe Dazzle, because even though I don't feel good, I still like my shoes to be pretty. <laughs> shoe Dazzle actually brings shoes to you. It's a monthly subscription. You can pause it. You can stop it anytime you want. Um, but what they do is that you take a test, and depending on your test results, they send you shoes that they think that you would like. And Shoe Dazzle, if you use promo code Happy Shoes, which is H-A-P-P-Y-S-H-O-E-S, -E you get $10 off your first box. I don't know if you've purchased all of your Christmas presents yet, but this would be a fucking awesome Christmas, New Year's present, birthdays. I don't know what's coming up, but this would be something really cool to give someone. And you don't really have to do shit. Like, you take the test for them, and then they send you the, the shoes. So if they don't like the shoes, it's not your bad. So that's cool. And then Dollar Days. Dollar Days is a bulk website. It's awesome. It has so much stuff. It has holiday stuff. It has shampoos, conditioners. You can buy all this stuff in bulk so you don't have to go out. So like if the apocalypse, if you feel the apocalypse is coming, you can do that. And bulk, uh, Dollar Days, we have two promo codes, Happy Endings 20, which is H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S-2-0. And you get $20 off your purchase of $200 or more. Or happy ending ship, which is H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S-S-H-I-P. And you get a flat rate shipping of $9.95 or more. Um, on the table this week is Andy Haynes. Andy Haynes is a New York comic that my friend Sam, his manager, was able to get me while he was in L.A. Um, he was super cool that he was able to do this for us. Um, so I appreciate Sam. I appreciate Andy Haynes. Andy Haynes is hilarious. Um, he cracks me up. He's actually one. He has a favorite episode of John's on crime, which is C-R-I-I-I-M-E, which is an, another awesome website. And um, so enjoy. Reasonable for how, like, great she is. Yeah. yeah. And that's your only tattoo, right? I didn't see no, I got a couple. Oh. Are we doing Jesus pose? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So have you ever had a massage before? Yes. Many Many, okay. Most of them are like the uh, happy ending one. No, I've actually <laughs> never, never gotten a happy ending. I probably should, you know, <laughs> just so I can speak on it from authority. Did you just decide this when I put you in? Where did I get my promotion? Hold on, I'm professional today, guys. <laughs> God damn. No, I, uh, I go to those like the Chinese ones all the time, but I feel vaguely bad because I, I do think it's like human trafficking, probably. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Because I can't imagine, like, a 40-year-old Chinese man wants to come to America 
to massage, you know, you me for $30 an hour, which I'm sure is being broken down into way less. Right. But I just kind of, I put my morality on pause when I need a massage. Because it, it, it feels good. Although, some of them seem legit in New York, you know? Mm. Well, that's right. You're in New York now. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Brooklynite. <laughs> I, I guess I should, I always, let's see. I'm only a minute in, and I haven't introduced you yet, so that's good. Get undressed, get on other sheets. Ooh, you're in for a treat. No, I promise this is not a dream. It's just a happy ending with Joy Eileen. I have Andy Haynes on the table. Yay! Hi! Hi! <laughs> now, have you ever broken anything? That's my next question I like to ask. Is like any crazy hospital visit? I'm all sorts of broken. I used to be a professional skier, and uh, I broke my femur, and then... When they, like, fixed it, it's a quarter inch longer than my right leg. So it's all kinds of jacked. Mainly my back. I got, like, scoliosis. And this one called spondylolithesis, uh -huh. which is a real sexy name. <laughs> it is. It's hot. Yeah. Now, do your hips hurt because... That's the main thing that hurts. This yeah. right hip is always fucked up. Do you get adjusted? Are you a believer in chiropractors? I am, although I love chiropractors. But I want them to chill on how much they want me to come to them or buy their supplements or, you know, devices. Because I, I love it, but every time you go, they're like, and, you know, my plan of attack is that you should come in here three times a week. And you're like, dude, I don't, what are you talking about? I don't have $150 a week to be adjusted. But I like what they do. So you should go to my chiropractor because he doesn't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> we don't sell supplements. And he, the people are like, when should I come in next? And he's like, I don't know, whenever you want to. Yeah, because I love, like, you know, a badass adjustment. Oh, I do, too. They adjusted my shoulders for the first time yesterday. I worked there 11 years. Holy shit. 11 years without a raise. I don't know why I just stared at my computer when I said <laughs> that, but I did. And um, I will also edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't. Just in case. I do, the, I do this and tuck it now. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... They were like, hey, Joy, we just, you know, we were practicing our shoulder adjustments. You know, we know how to do it, but we haven't done it in a while. Can we practice on you? And I'm all, when else did you learn this? And they're like, in chiropractor school? Well, that was way longer than 11 years ago. Why are we just learning this now? Did they did they pop your shoulders out? No, they, it was so simple. You just put your hand on your hip. They put one hand on your shoulder in the front. And then they grab your elbow and they go, it was just this movement. Like, super simple. And it popped? And it was all clack, clack. Oh, that sounds great. And I'm all, <laughs> and then I'm all, is there anything else you want to pop? I mean, my hymen's gone. But we should <laughs> <laughs> Where else are we going with this? I, uh, my hip, that the one you're on right now, that's the thing that pops. And it's the most satisfying thing, you know. Oh, yeah. Besides an orgasm, I think. Yeah, <laughs> popping things in your body. Yeah, how awesome oh. would that be that you, you could orgasm and then have your back adjusted at the same time? I bet you there's some gnarly like yoga babes that can do that. Probably. They can do like a handstand and come while they're adjusting their <laughs> thorax. Or I mean, there's the guys who can suck their own dick. So. Oh yeah. I mean, I bet Ron Jeremy's done it before. I don't, I don't think it's been recent. Not recent. Yeah. No. That doesn't seem like he's adjusting much. No. <laughs> he's not adjusting well at all to anything. I remember the first time I kind of like realized what the store was, the comedy store, uh, was I was like sitting on the, the side uh, patio waiting to go up and Ron Jeremy like walked by with two, you know, I'm assuming porn actresses. I don't know what they were, but hot ladies. And then like right as he walked by, Iron Man walked by the <laughs> other way, but like that, that guy that used to do the roast battle yeah. that was yep. like in a fully functional suit. Uh-huh. And I was like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> it was great. I love it. I love how weird that place is. That's kind of how, like, the first time I walked into the comedy store, I'm all, home? Yeah. <laughs> Where's my bed? Do I get a cot? Like, do I have to go home to my children? Do style? Yeah. I love how grimy it is. It's so amazing. It's so dirty and dank and God, it makes me happy. It's like my house. <laughs> it's like a sex club. 
And there's sex in there, too. Oh, it's always fun when there's a comic that's like, I know all the places where the cameras don't show. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, you've had blowjobs there. Right. Well, you can tell those okay. comics, too. It's the ones that go in the office and stare at where all the video cameras are. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, wait, that corner's not in any of these. Yeah. I'll be back. That's a dedication to getting a blowjob. I've always just been like, let's get in my car and go somewhere else. <laughs> Carney. Yeah, exactly. Under the booth at Carney. <laughs> now, how long did you ski for? I started when I was like three. It was like the first first thing that my you know that I like learned how to do with my dad. And then um, when he moved to the East Coast, I kept doing it, but it was like on my own. You know, it was like riding ski buses up from Seattle um, to the mountains, and then. In high school, you know, just everybody piling in the car. But eventually I, like, decided I wanted to um, do it professionally. But I was nowhere good enough to actually do that. Like, I was really good, but you have to be, like, an athlete. And I was just kind of brave. Um, so I did it for a couple of years and, you know, broke all my joints. Awesome. Blew out my left knee. I mean, that's not awesome. It was fun. I'm glad I don't do it anymore. It makes me sad when people are like, oh, I started doing this at three or at four, and I'm like, my kids don't do shit. <laughs> I think it's okay. <laughs> Is it okay? Yeah. I don't think so. Because I'm going to get home today, and they're going to be in their chonies, eating cereal, watching YouTube, and playing Fortnite, and I'm going to go put them on skis. <laughs> Just be like, Andy did it. You can do it now, too. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I love skiing, but it's it, like, separates you from everybody. I mean, like... I think the main thing is, is like, I, I, I think only, honestly, the only thing you need to do as a parent is make the, the kids feel, like, loved or whatever. <laughs> and break them up with their dirty poor girlfriend? Yeah, we gotta get rid of that bitch. Oh, God, I knew I was gonna like you. She seems like trouble. She's gonna try to get him to go to, like, her college and not his college. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's like, you wanna go to Fullerton, right, babe? <laughs> That's where we're going, right, honey? Yeah. Are they going to school in the fall? Well, he goes... So kind of what you said already. So, okay, when I got into his life, he was almost four. Okay. And he always wanted to be a Marine. And I think a lot of it is his hero complex. Because, you know, his mom left him, whatever. And then he got stuck with me, poor kid. And then, um, so he's like, I want to be a Marine, I want to be a Marine. And then he got with her, and her dad is a firefighter. So guess what he's going to be now? <laughs> well, it's it's a good profession in California. Yeah. Because it's constantly on fire now. I don't like you anymore. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it, at least firefighters are safer than Marine. But yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't worry too much. I mean, he's an 18-year-old boy. Whether he has disattachment disorders or not, like, he's going to eventually want to have sex with somebody else. You God, know? I hope so. I'm going to buy him a hooker for his birthday. For Christmas, fuck it. Buy him a one-way plane ticket to Puerto Vallarta. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Spring break, let's go. That's great. So, Look at all these holes you can fill. <laughs> <laughs> Take a comment. There's so many holes. So what about her? She's Is she in school? She's in school. She's Okay, one of the main reasons I don't like her is because she's a very smart child. Ugh. And <laughs> and um, she had it all going. She's a single child, spoiled, rotten. Her parents have money. And so she was going to go to a really good college. She got her pilot's license. Like, super proud of her. Like, girl power. Let's go pussy. And then she met my son, and she stopped hanging out with her friends. She hasn't been in a plane since she's been with him. So she just kind of gave up her life for him. And I'm like, no, don't do that. Like, Joy, stop. I think there's a really simple solution for this girl. Crash her plane. Yeah, and... get her back in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Let her watch La Bamba. Yeah. <laughs> give, her, give her the JFK Jr. treatment. <laughs> Be like, hey, do you want to fly to the Channel Islands this weekend? You want to take Tyler to Puerto Vallarta? Yeah. <laughs> and then you just... As you wave goodbye, you have a little tube, My friend was saying that when they show La Bamba on, like, TBS, uh-huh. the cut, one of the cuts they have, the plane doesn't crash. Oh. 
Oh, what? shit. Yeah, it's like a, it's just like his plane takes off and it's the end of the movie or something. Oh my god. It's Holly story. Okay. And so there's all these people out there who just. Just have no just, idea. Yeah, they what? just think Richie Valens is to, Is that his name, Richie Valens? Yeah. Yeah. But he's just, you know, he just, he stopped making music after that <laughs> whirlwind tour. Do you think there's ever been like a crazy fight where he's like, yeah, he died in the plane? No, no, he didn't. I saw the movie. <laughs> I just watched the movie. I just saw it on TBS, motherfucker. <laughs> Is that Lou Diamond Phillips? I think so. Yeah. I remember bawling my eyes out when I watched that movie when I was like <laughs> seven. Going upstairs and being like, Mom, Richie Valens is dead. <laughs> I don't know why it was so important for a seven-year-old white child from Seattle to have a Latino hero, but, you know, we find, we find our people. When I read Gone with the Wind, for two months, I moped, and my dad would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, he left her, and she still loves him? And he's like, who? And I'm all rat, and he's like, fucking Gone with the Wind, still enjoyable? <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> now, where, right. where are you from, Joy? Madeira. Where's that? Fresno? Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant like Madeira, like the Portuguese islands. And I was like, <laughs> no, wow, very not. exotic. <laughs> no. So, so you're Central Valley. I am Central Valley. So you saw, when When did you come to LA? I've been here 14 years. Holy shit. Yeah. Is Madeira and like Fresno, like as gnarly, like all methed out as they say it is? Yes, yes. I have a friend who's like one of the, she's a public defender at Bakersfield. Oh, fuck. And I get the best stories from her. So amazing. <laughs> one of my first jokes I wrote was Bakersfield, and I said that it smells like crystal meth and broken dreams. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, um, like, calm. it's really funny, the stuff she tells me. My favorite one is she says she gets a ton of guys who are, like, closeted men who, um, they, like, will, they'll, They'll get robbed. I'm putting in quotation marks even though I can't use my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll get robbed in a motel with like a twee little otter boy, you know? Like, he robbed me. They'll call the cops and the cops will be like, What were you doing in a motel, you know, like in the wrong side of town? And they're just like, Uh, business? <laughs> <laughs> we were doing business in this motel and it's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a hotel that rents by the hour. Um, and then they, it's just so stupid because they probably wouldn't really lose like $500. And then they have to like tell their wife they're going to court. Right. Oh. I got robbed in my business motel. <laughs> we only had 30 minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing the other 30 minutes? Yeah. Same thing I do to you, honey. Main business. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know, you get it, you got it. Oh, that's funny. That, I mean, it probably is a podcast. It, lawyers wouldn't be able to talk about it, but shit, that'd be funny to be able to talk about the things that they've seen and the things they've had to defend. Because yeah. I've had to see some things in the massage room that I wish I wouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's gnarly up there. Yeah. It's like, a, you know, with that much exposure to sun... And valley fever. Do you uh-huh. have that up there? Do they have valley fever in We don't Fresno? have valley fever in Fresno. We just have a lot of Armenians. Oh, okay. I don't know if that helps, but... It's similar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, are you guys familiar with valley fever in the room? No. A little. There's a spore that yes, grows yes, in yes. the ground. It's like a, like a fungus that grows in the ground in, in Bakersfield. And when, like, the right weather conditions um, spring up, it, like, goes into the air. And people... Like pe- people get sick and go go weird. It's like it's like Bakersfield's uh, Santa Ana winds. Somebody got it in Santa Clarita on the hiking trail. Oh really? Uh huh. And it was funny. We were going. We were just about to go hiking. I know I don't look like I hike, but I do. I just eat cheeseburgers afterwards and during. But um, <laughs> we were gonna go, and my sister in law was like, "No, you're gonna get valley fever." I'm like, but then I could say that I, you know, just allergic to it, and it made me expand. <laughs> <laughs> well, can I use that? 
She's like, no, just say bagels, Joy. Bagels and cheeseburgers. I'm like, okay. Honestly, <laughs> I love bread. I do. <laughs> I did go gluten-free, dairy-free, corn-free once, and I lost 70 pounds. Jesus Christ. But I found it. That was the problem. What do you mean you found it? I lost it, and then oh. I ate it. <laughs> and then I ate another cookie. Yeah, I get it. Whoo. I just, like, is it worth living? Yeah. Of all those things? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Like, so of course, I found like, all the ways to cheat. Like, potatoes, french mm-hmm. fries are not gluten, corn, or dairy. Yeah. So I ate french fries almost every day. Potato pancakes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Lots of cauliflower. Like, you can make cauliflower fries. Oh. Yeah, those, those cauliflower buffalo wings. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Um, you can do it. No. I just can't find the willpower again. I don't know where it went. I had a I had an ex-girlfriend, you know, vegan, gluten-free, low-speed, person. Wow. Um, <laughs> you know, after, actress slash yoga instructor slash photographer. I don't know what Slash crazy. Yeah, very crazy. <laughs> By the way, Kassant for the podcast. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> do not even. Do not even. I won't. I'm on that film. I will kill you. Cassandra <laughs> <laughs> Cass, we are using her apartment again. She is fantastically amazing. And she's getting her hair did. <laughs> she's I won't. adorable. <laughs> she's my peanut gallery today. Penis gallery. Your penis gallery. <laughs> and Polly's here doing her hair. She's fantastically. Not, not sure. <laughs> no, not, no. Not sure. We like him. He's on tour, bro. <laughs> Wait, um, but me and that ex, we went to Spain. Uh-huh. And she's vegan, gluten-free. <gasps> yeah, I mean, it was like literally like just, and she's also like a fucking picky eater. Of oh. course she is. Like ruined the trip. She was hot, yeah. You know, her, her dad was the lead guitarist for Eddie Money. Oh, hell oh, yeah. <laughs> so you kind of went Earl Skakel waved in a little bit. Yeah, I was, you know, trying to marry into the, the cash. Yeah. Yeah. Blame you. Although they're they're not, they're, they're somehow Jews from Palmdale. That was the weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Are they really? Yeah, the Jews from Palmdale. I think there was like one synagogue up there and it was in a strip mall. And it was probably, you know, 14 parishioners. It was very bizarre. And they started a band. Uh, I think I think he was, like, you know, part of the Hollywood, like, you know, sunset strip scene. Okay. And then once they had kids, they were like, we should probably take them far away from this evil place. Yeah, Palmdale <laughs> is, like, Bakersfield's cousin. Like, yeah, it's not a nicer cousin. place. Like, just Madeira is Palm, or Bakersfield's, like, inbred stepsister. <laughs> <laughs> I always say, like, ew, Bakersfield, and everybody's like, where are you from? Never mind. We don't have to talk about that anymore. Gross. I <laughs> live in Santa Clarita now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went to Fresno State. I did a gig up there one time in Fresno, but, like, if you just drive directly east into the mountains, there's a little lake. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm trying to think of what it was called. Like, Is it Bear Lake or something? Well, there's a bunch of lakes. We have Hasley. We have... It's like a Eastman. resort town. Anyways, resort town on a lake, and I did a gig up there, and they were, like, the rowdiest. It was, like, a mix of, like, redneck Trump lovers and, uh, like, you know, cholo bros. Are you sure you weren't just at Fresno State? I mean, I think they they bust up from Fresno State. (laughs) Yeah, sounds about right. But they didn't want to hear material. They just wanted to be berated. That was the only thing they wanted. (laughs) Was me to just talk shit about them. I loved that. Was that fun? It was pretty they fun. They wanted dominatrix comedy. Basically, <laughs> but then I just had to bail immediately after because I didn't want to uh, engage any of them. You didn't want the repercussion afterwards. You're just like, oh no. I didn't want to hear all their racist jokes that they would. You know, uh, that's like people's favorite thing to do on a road gig is to be like, hey, I got a joke for you. And you're like, oh, I'm going to be part of a hate crime right now. <laughs> you don't even have to be on the road. I get yeah. people here, like when I'm in Santa Clarita, because I you know, work for the chiropractor, and people are like, Joy, I got a joke for you to tell on stage. And I'm like, please no. <laughs> like, my nanny was out with the kids yesterday. Fuck you. Uh, here we go. <laughs> All right, what did nanny do and who do? And I knew, like, I was in very pretentious part when I had a lady come in and she's like oh my god I need a massage so bad and I'm like oh what's going on 
what do I need to fix on you? And she's like, the nanny had a day off yesterday, and I had to watch my kids. I'm like, oh, I had you. to pick them up. I had to pay attention. <laughs> I had to be a mother. Yeah. <laughs> I had to, like, love them. Well, guess what I have to do after I massage you and you tip me a quarter. Yeah. How often um, do people flatulate on on the table? <laughs> a lot more than you would think. Do you do you, do you acknowledge it? No, <laughs> no, I try not to. I have ladies. <laughs> like women are adorable because I have ladies who are like sneeze and fart at the same time, and they're like, "Excuse me, I sneezed." And I'm all. And? Excuse me, I, I only sneezed. Yeah. That was all that happened. Do not pay attention to the thing under the sheet. Yeah. Like, but then I also have a guy. He's a super perv. He likes to grab my ass. He tells me I'm a bad girl. He, and I, I see him regularly once a week. And his wife. <laughs> and um, Does when, he act like that in front of his wife? No. She thinks that he sleeps. During but, the massage. Yeah, and he's... You know, Joy, you're a bad girl. You need to be spanked. And I'm like, nah, I'm actually a really good girl. <laughs> I'm just, I talk a lot, but. It's too bad he's not like a big producer. You could. Oh, I know. You could make like $200 million real quick. I don't know <laughs> who my husband has to give a blowjob to, but um, if we could find them to get me famous, let's do it. He has a beautiful mouth. Whoa. <laughs> Beautiful mouth. This is commitment right here. Because <laughs> I can't give anybody a blowjob because that would be cheating. Yeah. But, I mean, he already has a dick, so, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I, the guy, when I go up his leg, so I'm, like, going up his leg, so I'm bent over, so I'm about two feet from his ass, he'll let this silent one go. Uh, that I don't know is there until I chew on it, and then I'm oh, <laughs> like a cat. Uh. Oh, I don't know what he eats before he comes, but Lord Almighty, whoo, he needs to lay off dairy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, because you're like a medical professional, so you can't be like, hey, you're disgusting. Yes, no. I. That's just our bodies working. And I had to be chameleon-like, because I'll have people in the... I'll have people who are talking, and they'll say some horrible stuff, and I'll have to agree with them. Like, especially, like, if they get into politics or, like, raising their children. And they're like, yeah, da, 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 and I'm like, oh, my God, you're an awful person. But, yeah, I completely understand what you're saying. Thank God most of them are face down. I have a mirror in my room that I stare at a lot, and I just, like, go, just like, I don't know what's happening right now. Do you... Do you have guys that like like you know get twerked, get all boned up, and they you know think that you can give them a happy ending, or is it too formal of a setting? No, they still try. Like you that know, should there should be a medical kind of you know like professional that jacks you off. There yeah. used to be when really? women went into hysterics. Well, mm-hmm. for women at least, when women went into hysterics, the doctor would come and. That's kind of how the vibrator came about. He would come and he would get rid of hysterics by giving you an orgasm. That's great. None of them had had John would be like, Joy, your medical bills this month are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stop being hysterical, honey. That's kind of great, though, like a, a, a straight uh, male sex worker. Uh-huh. Just <laughs> having to go and please housewives. <laughs> She's in hysterics. I, I have, I, yeah. It exists. It does. <laughs> Trust me, I'm in the, the world. I am. Well, Theo Vaughn, he's in this thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Theo Vaughn. <laughs> Theo Vaughn is in this thing. He talks about it on his podcast with Nikki Glazer, where he used to be a part of, he went to a training class on how to finger blast women. Whoa. And. Wait, I think I know about it. It's like this thing where you just. Yes. Get women off. And, and it's not like it's not like romantic necessarily. Like, no. It's almost like a massage. This girl was trying to get me to do it. <laughs> she was like, "I just know, need one." I would just... you be interested in this? And I was like, "So I just like hold you and jerk you off." Uh huh. <laughs> and then you leave. Yeah. And there's like a network, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a network, and you like put in your thing. It's almost like Uber. You're like, I want to get off right now. And they're like, there's an Uber driver five miles from you. And you're like, yeah. And Theo Vaughn quit because he was 
finger blasting this chick and her, her dog bit him. And he was like, nah, I'm done. I'm done, dude. And then he left and he got out of the finger blasting business. Yeah. But I can't remember the name. It's almost like a medical professional yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw, there's like a whole, like, you can go online and just find out about it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. That's I like the, the guys. You have nice fingers. Thank you. Yeah, they're, you know, fingernails are nice and trim. Like I gotta stop taking so much bites and my fingernails grow too quick. <laughs> Mine have always grown quick and I don't take anything for them. Yeah, it's, uh, finger finger maintenance is important. Yeah. The bad one when you realize you have a date and then you also have long fingernails. You're like, oh, I gotta drop into the CVS real quick. <laughs> That's why I have like 1,000 pairs of fingernails. <laughs> I also have 1,000 pairs of finger clippers, but not for that reason. Well, you can't have fingernails. No. Either. I think it's disgusting. There's a couple massage therapists throughout the years that have, like, come in and out of the office, and they'll get their nails done, and I'm like, do you know how much DNA is under your fingernails right now? They'll never be able to identify your killer. Yeah, it's yeah. disgusting. Ever. Like, I mean, like I said, I mean, I don't mind DNA getting shot on my face, but not on my fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. They, um, they, like, they try to still have, like, manicured nails, even though they're, like, doing this all day? Yeah. That's insane. They also wear rings. What the fuck are you doing? Those are the ones that you know aren't going to last. Right. <laughs> You're a moron. Yeah, like, if you can't just be practical. Yeah. Like, I know what I'm in for. I know what I'm touching. People aren't. People come straight from the gym. I do not live a glamorous life, which is why this podcast needs to fucking do something. <laughs> <laughs> or comedy, but Listeners. my nine thousand followers are gonna they're gonna they're gonna change the game. Andy Haynes. I'm 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 Andy Haynes. <laughs> I love how Cassandra's Instagramming you right now. <laughs> I am. I'm gonna stop. Cassandra. Thank you. <laughs> no results found. <laughs> For Andy Haynes. How do you spell that? Oh, it's it's I M A N D Y H A Y N E S. Okay. Oh, here it is. Got it. Yeah. So, what else do you like to do to relax? Well, I'm sober, so. Okay. Oh sh- I don't do anything that wild anymore. Stay away from my pudding shots. Yeah, I can't have a pudding shot. Um, no, I, I I don't know. I guess I exercise. like pretty lame. I live in New York, so it's like it's like you got to just get relaxation like in little like spurts because the city mm-hmm. is going. I'll, um, I go to the Schwitz a lot. Like, there's like these old, they're called the Russian Turkish baths. Okay. And they're like these crazy ancient underground baths in the um, East Village. And uh, it's like a bunch of different rooms that are like steam room, ambient heat room. There's a cold bath, and it's all these like old like Russians and Hasidic Jews. Okay. It feels like you're in a temple or something. That's awesome. I'll go there a lot. Well, how um, long have you been sober? Uh, four years. Four four years and some change. Good for you. My husband's on ten years. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Um, I hadn't drank since like 2010, but I was like a pothead and. Uh, I was just like, just, you know, just smoking all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I probably could get more done. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just saw this David photo. <laughs> Where oh, you're naked. Yeah. My art comparison. <laughs> I love the toilet in the back. Thank you. I think that's at my, uh, it's probably at my mother's house. <laughs> I, I don't think there's any way my bathroom in New York's big enough that you could see me and my toilet. <laughs> now, are you glad you moved to New York? I am, yeah. I needed to... I'd been in L.A. for six years, and I'm just, like, too susceptible to, like, all the ego stuff here. Mm-hmm. Like, who's doing what, and what's valued, and and what, you know... I, I just want to do stand-up, and if, I, if I'm lucky enough, write and act on things, but, like... Stand-up's the only thing that's ever really really got me anything. Uh-huh. So I kind of I kind of wanted to just get back to that square one. Like, that's the thing that's always rewarded me. That's the thing I've stood out for, so. And I love it, you know? And it's, like, the difference between, like, when you're in L.A., I feel like if we, like, think of, like, stand-up like a jazz musician, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times when you're in L.A., you're, like, you're, like, a house, you're, like, a house musician, or you're, you're playing as part of a different kind of gig you know it's not like 
maybe you're not playing the music you want to play kind uh-huh. of thing. And then in New York, I get to be in, like, that little intimate jazz club and just kind of do my own thing. I also, like, you know, I really like, like, I'm a snob. I like to go to museums and fancy restaurants and wear lots of, like, big, lavish coats. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> foppish. <laughs> a very foppish boy. Um, oh, you're a dandy. Yeah, I'm a dandy. <laughs> Um, Sorry, all the historical romances I've read, I'm like, oh, he would wear like ten capes. Yeah, they do exist. They I, do I, exist. I would wear a cape if they if they came back. <laughs> a cravat. Oh fuck. Um, you have a good neck for a cravat. Yeah, you do. But I like, you know, I like seasons. I like. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. so sick of hearing people say that. Well, that's that's usually my complaint. Where I'm like, it doesn't even feel like December. No, but I I. I, I feel like in LA, it's like I never, I can never tell when, like, time has passed. Yeah. It's 75 degrees every day. <laughs> and you're just like, one day you're like, oh, I'm 36. I got here. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just keep slashing. I love, I love, love, love LA, though, at Christmas because it's empty. Yeah. It's so wonderful. I don't know. It took me forever to get here today. I cussed out a lot of people, and I hit an old lady with my table, and I didn't care. But that's because <laughs> you're coming from, like, normie commuters, right? Like, all the people that are, like, people that live in Santa Clarita aren't, like, the assholes that, like, they live in L.A., you know? <laughs> yeah. It's not like the people who, like, come here just to work, and then they go back to Connecticut or wherever their trust fund is based out of. Or, right. You know? So how many times a year do you come to L.A.? Um, I've been in 2000. 18, I've been here five times. Okay. The goal is to come here every other month. Okay. Um, or, you know, like three months on, three months off would be the most ideal. Okay. Uh, but I'm not I'm not quite there yet. I, I love being by coastal, though. That's my, that's my dream, is to come out here when I get sick of New York and vice versa. Right. Because I know you did Crime, which is another podcast. Oh, yeah, with... Um, John Shevsky and Rich yeah, Green. Yeah, It's C-R-I-I-I-M-E. I can't believe they haven't done that yet. I know. You guys can keep that. They haven't done that? No, they haven't done the I-I-I-M-E. What the fuck? <laughs> but um, my husband's like, you make sure you tell Andy his episode of Crime is my favorite episode. Oh, that's so nice. He was dying laughing. And then I listened to it while I was wrapping presents, and I, it was fucking hilarious. Thank you. Yeah, I love those guys. They're amazing. You know, it's funny is. The, the viewer doesn't, or the listener doesn't. I just got this tattoo. Uh, John Chesky used to be a tattoo artist. I don't think he does it anymore. Really? But he was like a tattoo artist. Like, when I first met him, he was like, I met him at the San Francisco comedy competition. And then I didn't see him for years. And then I, you know, Instagram came along and he was doing all this tattoo art. It's weird, how, like, how all the things that people do on their way to becoming comics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have six books published. Oh, so, shit. Indie published so it doesn't really count I you just press a fucking button but <laughs> what what kind of books romance oh shit yeah that's wonderful super nerd i love that shit i do too i like i, yeah. I don't I, I haven't read much romance but like if i could find the time in my day to like write like noir you know like uh-huh. like uh what are those called um what's the like the term it's like uh uh I should fucking know. It's not like pop. It's like it's like old Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, what do they call it? It's um like the vintage. There's a word for it. It's pulp. Pulp. Yeah. Like right? pulp fiction. No. Isn't no, it? No, not pulp. Like fiction. then they used to have all the like Dashiell Hammond like pulp novels. Isn't that? Well, pulp fiction is um what it, they used to do is was a penny. It was a penny a word. You got paid a penny a word. And so um in fact L. Ron Hubbard is. Yeah, he was a guy, right? Still, yeah, he's still the leader of no, um, <laughs> of writing the most pulp fiction. This guy cranked out so many fucking words, and the reason they called it pulp fiction is you get paid a penny a word, but they would print it on this really crude paper that was super pulpy, and um, that became pulp fiction. I love how um, L.A. has like a special kind of um, just real dirtbag like L. Ron Hubbard. Sorry, is anybody a Scientologist here? No, you're good. I want to be careful not to be thrown <laughs> out this window. We love Scientologists here on Happy Endings with Joy. I think please don't kill us. Um, <laughs> they have or make us famous. We don't know. 
They have Santa. Have you been by there? They've got a whole Santa no. thing. Yeah, I want to dress up as my Miss Santa. And go <gasps> Can I go with, with you? Wait, they have a Santa. I'll be your fat yeah. elf. They, they've set up a whole, a whole like little like Santa's. Yeah, Santa's home. No, I, I drove by and saw people sitting. So they Santa. have on Sunset. They have the Life Museum of L. Ron Hubbard. And John was like, let's go in. And I'm like, fuck you. So I made him leave all of our stuff in the trunk of the car, like my purse, nothing came, nothing personal from then. And it was this cute, adorable little girl. And she did the tour. And the Pulp Fiction part was really interesting because it had every Pulp Fiction he had ever written. And, you know, as an author, I was like, holy shit. And peace. Yeah, super. I mean, insane. But, um... <laughs> He wrote so many, and it had all of them. And I was like, you know what? That's freaking awesome. And he still has an award. There's an L. Ron Hubbard Award for science fiction that you get paid a shit ton of money if you win. And it's very prestigious. It's just everybody hates that it's Scientology-based. Yeah, so we went through, and then they make you watch a video on Scientology where the girl was outside taking notes, watching us watch it. Oh, so Mormonism. It was insane. And then we left, and this little girl, you know how I am. I'm a mom. So she was like, I go, how long have you been in Scientology? And she's like, oh, since I was like 15. She's like, I was struggling with high school. And she's like, I never would have passed high school without Scientology. And I was all, that's not true. You're a very smart, intelligent, beautiful girl. And like, the John's grabbing me by my hair and like pulling me out. <laughs> well, you could have done anything you want. I'm super proud of you. And John's like, shh. God. I just I love how uh, how like just he was like a pulp fiction guy and then he got into science fiction mm-hmm. and then he was like started this group to be a tax free yep it's just and they don't really like acknowledge that in that museum I'm guessing no 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 and his pulp fiction there's one where he talk okay so Zenu Zenu's like the god of Scientology. About him. But you don't find out about Zenu until you've spent like I think two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, you gotta be deep. Yeah, you have to be like level gazillion or whatever. So, um and then you find out about Zenu, but you already paid so much money, you're like, fuck. All right. So there's a pulp fiction where he talks about Zenu. That was the only one that wasn't in there, at least when I scanned it. That's wonderful. I was like, oh shit, they're just not acknowledging shit. I know that like Abby Roberge and Ari were, they would go and like fuck with people at the Scientology Center, like go and take their classes and try to be like, you know, like, and like they gave them all their numbers and stuff, and I was like, you're gonna die. Uh Yeah. We're just going to find you in the L.A. River. <laughs> I massage an LAPD. He's pretty high up. And he was like, you don't talk about Scientology on stage, do you? And I'm like, no, I don't really have any Scientology jokes. And he's like, yeah, don't. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, yeah, just don't. And I guess at one point, you know, the big blue building down here, the Scientology yeah. building, he had to go in there because somebody was threatening David Miscavige's life. And he's like the leader now. He took over for Elrond. And um, he said he walked in the office and there was all of these half-filled glasses of water. And I was like, like signs? And he's all, yeah, yeah. And I'm all, oh, shit, okay. For the aliens? And he's like, I don't know. I didn't ask. <laughs> and he was super small and super sweaty. So they call him, well, I'm, I'm not going to say what LAPD calls David Miscavige, but um, it has something to do with sweaty and small. I so, love it. I love yeah. how crazy that is. It's insane. It's like imagine if you you like doubled down on a lie, and then like ten years later it was a worldwide religion. Right. Like it's just, I think that's such a great story. It, it is pretty. It's intense. Like I know it's sad, but like you know people are gonna die and do sad things always. So at least enjoy the more unique ones of them, you know. Yeah. The only thing is, like, unless you're really high up on the totem pole, like you're a celebrity, you get treated like shit. No, they. I, I used to drive all the time over by, uh, like, their little compound. Mm-hmm. And, like, people would be, like, doing all the construction. Like, not, they didn't get construction workers. They got, like, uh-huh. their parishioners to do construction. It would be, like, you know, some, like, 45-year-old woman in, like, a polo shirt pouring concrete. Uh-huh. I, like, I, I don't, you know. That just seems like poor decision-making because uh-huh. Edith doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, yeah poor Janet. She, I know. But it's she's just, an accountant. She doesn't know anything about concrete. She's not an accountant because she's giving her money away. She works at McDonald's. Yeah. She wants to be on TV. 
But um, I hope they make it. I do too. But see, John gets very obsessive about things. So we started watching the Leah, Leah Remini mm-hmm. Scientology. And then, of course, John read every book on it. So he's like, babe, babe, babe. And that's why we went to the museum. He's like, let's go fuck with them. I'm like, I'm not going to die. We have kids. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not going to die because we have kids. And you're not leaving me alone with them. So, the um, same thing with the store. Like, when I was like, I'm in love with the comedy store, John read every book on the comedy store. Like, I know way more than I should about the comedy store. So, he was just obsessed with it. And they talk about, like, how they have these kids in the compound. And this eight-year-old girl, it was David Miscavige's sister, and she was eight. And they don't really believe in doctors, but she would go around and hand pe- It was her job to hand people vitamins, like vitamins. Vitamin E, and if somebody got hurt, it was her job to be like, Oh, you need this, you need this. And she was eight. Jesus. And my eight year old, like I said, well, he'll be eight next month. He can't even wipe his ass correctly. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy the amount of jobs they give people. Did, um, did you, have you had like a, um, a ghost or like weird store thing yet? Like where you've been there late? Something spooky. The only thing that's ever happened is when I first oh, started. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I got sexually harassed by Polly Shore. Don't tell me about my office story. Well, Polly Shore is now terrified of me because I was in the kitchen and I was humping the air and he walked by me and got scared and he does not make eye contact with me anymore. And um, <laughs> no, he, Polly Shore, I was carrying a tray through the main room one night. And I was trying to go out that back door by the the booth, and something reached out from the booth and grabbed my leg, and it was Polly Shore, and I was like, don't scream, don't scream, there's someone on stage. She, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Polly Shore's in love with Emily. No. He's... And Cassandra. And anything else with a vagina. <laughs> or a man-made <laughs> Yours counts. Um, Yours is prettier than mine, so. Yeah. Did you have a ghost? consistent. <laughs> No, I haven't, you know, I, when I first got past in the store, I would, I would hang out there really late, but I eventually, uh, eventually stopped hanging out. You know, I wasn't one of the guys that shut it down, especially when I stopped, you know, uh-huh. smoking weed. There was no reason to like sit around. Right. No, my whole thing, when the first day I worked there, um, they have a show up in the belly room called Bitch mm-hmm. and they have a sign that hangs down upstairs that like points you up towards up the stairs to get the belly room and I walked by with I don't know chicken tenders or whatever and the bitch sign fell like oh, right shit. when I walked by it and I'm like I'm sorry Missy I'm sorry I'm sorry should I not work here anymore am I a bitch like fuck what do I do so that's your only ghost story that's my only ghost story I think Missy hates me so no. but I love her I have a dog named after her oh that's cute yeah I, yeah, I never met Missy no who no. passed you uh, Tommy. Oh, fuck yeah. I don't even, I, I mean, I feel like with how much it's changed since Tommy left, I don't even know if I would have gotten in because it's so much more competitive now. Like, you used to just have to, like, berate Tommy, you know, like, just <laughs> sit by the window and just, like, you know, listen to him pontificate on comedy. But, um... Now we're all just afraid of Adam. Yeah. <laughs> I do stupid shit in front of Adam. Adam, yeah. But Adam, you know, I think it, it, it's so weird because Adam is, like, this... New Order, Joy Division loving kind of autistic, autistic guy. <laughs> um, no, but you know, he's like pretty, and then he's like put in this position where he has to like say no all the time. Right? Uh huh. That's why he time. ignores us. Like, he, if a staff member comes out, if he's talking to friends, he will leave. Yeah. He yeah. will not talk to you. That's wonderful. Because <laughs> him and Tebow are best friends. Oh, of course. I, Emily walked up, we were out on sacred grounds. And Adam just turned around and left. And I go, he hates me. He hates me. Because I have this like, no, I'm thing, pretty sure it's me. Right. This thing where I think everybody hates me. And I'm annoying. And I should shut up and stop talking. And then I get on stage. And that's going on in my head while I'm talking. It's great. It's fantastic. But um, Self-loading. <laughs> Tebow was all, no, no, no. It was Emily. And it was before I worked there. And he was like, he won't talk. He won't be around if any of the staff's around. Mm. So. Yeah, it's uh. I love that place. I mean, I was like over the moon to get my name on the wall. Such oh, a huge thing. I've already picked out where my name's going. Where? In the bathroom. On the wall with my phone number next to it. For a good time. For a funny good time. Good joy. 
She's strong naked. No, I just um, I, I think like I don't have you know being sober. It's like I don't I don't get the complete hang because so much of that place is like shutting it down. Uh huh. Waiting till uh, dawn gets on stage and mm-hmm. seeing all that madness. Yeah. Yeah. But I go to AA there sometimes, so I feel like I'm you know I'm just on the other side of it. Yeah, <laughs> they'll all be there soon. Yeah, I'm opening it. Yeah. Other people are closing it. It is weird to go there, though, like, during the day. Like, I've shot some sketches yeah. in different parts of it, and it's, like, when it's empty, it does feel haunted. It does. <laughs> I've done phones and stuff before, and you're sitting there, and you'll just hear noises, and you're like, Mitzi, please be Mitzi. And then <laughs> it's just the best Polly. best case scenario. Polly, <laughs> Polly. Polly grabs her like, <laughs> jerking yeah. off behind you. You got some sass for your tender. All right. Is there anything you want to plug? Uh, when will this go out? Um, I think you're three weeks out. You're three weeks out. Uh, I don't. Unless you want to be sooner, then I can bump. No, no, you're fine. Um, I don't have anything really like on. I'm I'm going back into just New York mode. If you're in New York City, come see me at the Comedy Cellar or uh, one of the many other venues there. Um, or follow me on social media. Very cool. How do you feel? Great. Awesome. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Now, do I jack off or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this works. We spin no, a wheel. That's why I was getting the oh, okay. camera. We spin a wheel. What's this black mask for? <laughs> <laughs> Just relax. Now you're relaxed. Yeah. And now now here it here. comes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, that was the episode with Andy Haynes. I hope you enjoyed it. That was a super fun one for me. You should totally go on his Instagram and check out his new tattoo. Um, Please, if anybody wants to sponsor us, um, I'm really trying to get like a CBD sponsor so I could start using their product on the the comedians. So I'd love to shout you out if you have a CBD company that you want to sponsor, even if you just want to send me um, like supplies instead of just we could do that. Um, But please leave comments. Um, likes, anything like that helps for this podcast, guys. Uh, joyshappyendings at gmail.com is the email. Um, just like, subscribe, comment, anything like that. I'd super appreciate it. And have a great holiday, guys. Till next time. Bye.